If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. What's up, y'all? This is Biddy from DGB. I'm here to put y'all up on game about Anchor. Now, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a quick rundown. Now, basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Now, here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or the computer. So no matter what your setup is, you can start creating today. That means you can't make no excuses about you got to go on Amazon, get this microphone, get this certain camera. I need this and that. No, you can go right on Anchor, record today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify and any other places where you uh, listen to podcasts. Um, You can do that with a single tap. It's easy. Just record, click. Anchor is also the only place where you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. Now, with Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. All you got to do is go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So what's your excuse, man? Get started. Like, now. Uh. <laughs> it's 3 Black, and I just jumped off the porch with Dirty Glove Bastard. Alien. Oh, the stick feel. Oops. I just now did that rolling loud. I felt like DMX at Woodstock. Got this little young getting mad. I be piping this mama. Call me Mr. Wood. All right, so we got 3 0 Black off the porch with us today. Yes, sir. How you feeling today, bro? I'm feeling good. It's early as in the liquor already. <laughs> Had to wake up. What are you sipping on? Uh, Don Julio. Okay. Is that your go-to or is that your day starter? No funny anything is my go-to. Right. <laughs> Dang. Hey, man, we all got our vices, you know? Facts. You know, it's a stressful world out there, man. So anything that helps you get by. I just had to wake up. It's not like early for real. <laughs> I had to uh, pull up right quick. There you go. <laughs> all right, man. So um, originally from D.C., right? 100% Southeast D.C. Okay. What was, what's life like in D.C.? Life is crazy in D.C. A one-year-old just got killed yesterday in D.C. Really? A one-year-old. Shoot. Shit threw me off. Fuck my whole life. But sometimes I be mad to say I'm from D.C. when they do stupid shit like that. Hmm. Shit threw me off. Yeah. Bunch of shooters with no aim. Why do you think there is so much violence up there? I don't know. It's like everybody who beefing, all the hoods that's beefing in D.C., it's like they right next to us. Like, the hood that my hood be going across the street, like 10 steps. And I had to, with my building that on my neighborhood, I was the closest building to their neighborhood. So when they wanted to spend, I'm in the heart of everything, for real. True. But nine times out of 10, the hood you beefing with is right across the street. You want to do something, go do it. 
Shit great. That is, yeah. What was your childhood like growing up there? Honestly, my childhood, I wasn't on no street shit, no tough shit, none of that. I was an athlete growing up, for real, for real. Okay. I ain't really getting into no dumb shit till I turned like 15, 16. Everything before that, I was straight football and shit like that. Yeah. But my childhood, it was up and down. Like, my mother made sure shit was, she made sure niggas ate. Mm -hmm. Did you have any siblings? Yeah, I had my little sister. My mother had me and my little sister. My father, my blood father, he had like, he was a slut. That's my nigga right there. He had like 20 kids or something like that. He oh, really? was just fucking off. My stepfather, he was like a part-time slut. He got like six, seven kids. <laughs> <laughs> she had the whole football team right yeah, there. He was ganged up growing up. Like, ain't nobody like, my neighborhood, we was deep as shit. Like, the most kids, we was the baddest kids in the neighborhood. We all deep as shit. Yeah, couldn't fuck with y'all. At all. <laughs> So how long did you play football for? Until I was, until I was like, until I played ninth grade, but that's when they started. Got had the grades to play and shit like that. But I ain't, my grades wasn't it. Like I just kept getting in trouble for stupid shit. Yeah. Like ninth grade, I hit a nigga with a helmet. Cause when I started going, to, when I went to cross, I think it was like a lot of people tried out for the football team. So all the equipment, Everybody have a locker, so sometimes I had to carry my motherfucking shoulder pads and my helmet around. Got in like a fight one day and just he got hit. <laughs> Not my problem. Did you finish school? Oh yeah, hundred percent. My mother ain't played about that. She made sure I graduated. I got that diploma. Okay. Yeah, I had to get that. Yeah. But they were sick though when I graduated. Right? You know how you walk out with your cap and gown on, get the family pictures. I walked out. Regular clothes. They're like, well, you copy gang on school is over. Like, I did what y'all asked me to do. I walked across the stage, fucked the copy gang. I don't have no pictures. And the only picture I had graduating is on the stage. Yeah. I don't have no family pictures and no copy gang. Everybody was taking family pictures and shit. I'm ready to go. Like, this shit over. So, what's your mom say about I'm that? I'm an adult now. <laughs> <laughs> what's your mom say about that, though? What's she going to say? When it was over, we went to, what the fuck? We went to IHOP. It was over. Like <laughs> she went through so much shit. She seen me cross the stage. That's what she wanted to see. She didn't say I want to see you in the cabin gown. She she got a diploma in the living room. There you go. That's all that matter. <laughs> so at what age would you say you jumped off the porch? Was it fifteen then? Yeah, probably like. Ooh, I was chilling into like ninth, tenth grade, so that's like fifteen. Yeah. And I just uh, that's when I started losing a lot of people for real. I was like in a go-go band and shit like that. So I started like going through a lot of shit and like having to protect myself more because I was everywhere. So I was getting a lot of dumb shit. So yeah, probably like 15. Yeah. I was outside before that, but I was the little kid that the old head, like one thing I can say about my OGs in my neighborhood, you play sports, they gonna make sure you not getting enough and stupid. Like they ain't, they ain't let me get in no trouble. Like, go to fucking the house, take your ass up the street. Anything about to kick off, go to fucking the house. You don't need to be out here right now. That's some solid OGs right yeah, there, I, man. I had some real solid. I was hanging with older niggas growing up. Yeah. Like, my all my uncles and cousins and shit was older than me. My cousin DJ, recipes to him, he tied it on my arm. That nigga was like three years older than me, three, four years. I'm hanging with him. He making sure I'm good. I had some solid older niggas. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, very rare these days, you know? Facts. They let niggas crash out. Niggas don't know what 
a real gangster is for real. Like to me, a gangster is a nigga like you playing sports, keep a nigga out the streets. Like shit like that. Like my young nigga, he played basketball for George Mason. He hit me the other day, like like two weeks ago. Like, uh, man, the corona fucking him up, I guess, or something. Like he ain't had money to play the next season. Like he couldn't pay for his shit. His family ain't have it. He's like, man, I'm about to just, I'm about to go to the streets. I'm like, no. I pay for you to play basketball. I just pay for my man to go to college just to finish and play basketball. That's a real gangster to me. Yeah. These niggas with guns and shit. Like, we got guns and shit, too. That's just for protection. Like, we don't start shit. We'll finish it, though. But the real gangsters is the niggas that's keeping you, keeping niggas on the right motherfucking track mm -hmm. and shit like that. Real shit, man. I salute you 100%. for that, bro. Fact. Appreciate real it. right there. So what was one of the biggest life lessons you had to learn while growing up? Mm-hmm. Biggest life lessons. Really keep your circle small and shit. Keep it real tight. Cause I done had niggas around me like trying to do stupid shit and shit like that. All for a little bit of money. When just basically, I don't even want to talk about that shit, but keep your circle as tight as possible. Like, cause niggas is really out to get you. Like, they find any opportunity, they will get your ass. Yeah. They will try anything. They think you not home, they will try to get niggas to do some stupid shit. Keep that circle on Cheerio. <laughs> Real shit. For real. And what was one of the biggest obstacles you had to overcome to make it to where you had today? Biggest obstacles? I don't know, bro. It's like with this rap shit in DC, I felt like I was stuck in DC. Like, I ain't know if I was going to be like a DMV, like local legend type of nigga, or would I be able to touch bases with the world? So like I feel like I was stuck on the same level for like two, probably two three years. So kicking that, knocking that next little wall down, that was like an obstacle for me. Yeah, big obstacle. Is that what brought you down here to Atlanta now? Shit, I've been all over the place. Yeah, I, I just I I moved to LA for about two three. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. $300. And live there for a year. I just moved here from Miami. I've been all over the place, bro. Okay. Yeah. I just be testing the waters. Yeah. I feel like I get more work done out here. I had like a little, me and little baby had did a song and we had like a talk about Atlanta and shit like that, the culture out here. I was like, let me that put that in my, he put the bug in my head like, I like it out here. It's a good place to live at. So I'm gonna just test it out, see how much work I get done in the year. I get a lot of shit done, I'm staying out this bitch. There you go. How would you describe your time in LA? Lazy. 
Really? All I wanted to do was smoke weed. That's <laughs> so it, many bro. choices. Like, it got to the point, like, the dispensary was downstairs from my building. Like, every day I'm walking out and I just, let me just get some weed lemonade. Like, it was just stupid shit. Like, it's right here. Let me get it. Like, these cookies look good. They got weed in them, but I'm going to eat them. Like, it was just <laughs> dumb shit. Like, LA made me lazy. Like, I ain't want to go to the studio or nothing. Like, when I first moved out, I was having like 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. sessions, like twice a week or some shit like that. But then I started just going to the dispensary. I can't keep doing this. Like, the studio guy come to me. Like, it got to the point where I got that lazy. I didn't want to go to the studio. I was having the studio niggas come hook that shit up in my living room. Hmm. LA made me lazy as fuck. I feel like I wasted a year of my life just smoking weed. That's real. I really ain't getting no work done. When I really think about it, I ain't do shit out that zone for a whole year with smoke. Crazy. LA has that effect on people. I'm telling you, that shit. <laughs> That's a good place to visit. Go get high right quick. Leave. Don't stay there. It's not it. So what had inspired you to start making music at first? Uh, what inspired me to start making music? Like, I was in a go-go band. And for real, for I was a straight go-go nigga. If you from D.C., you know about the go-go coach. And I was in a band. So that's all I knew. I ain't listening to rap or none of that shit. So, but niggas kept getting killed at go-go, so they started, like, shutting them down. And I got bored. I was like, what am I going to do now? TJ the Smooth dude, he was, like, one of the biggest promoters in the city, like, when I was growing up. And I was real cool with him. And I wanted to, like, stay out of the streets. And he would keep me out of the streets. Like, I want you to host these parties or do something just to get you the fuck away from your hood. Because he knew I was losing a lot of niggas coming up. And I know he probably didn't want me to be one of them niggas. So he, like, started having me host, like, little rap parties. Like, I'm in there like, what the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> he booked Chief Keith. And oh, Chief Keith came to the skating ring. I'm hosting that shit. Chief Keith coming in. I'm going with my young and bang, bang. That's all he was saying. He ain't no none of his words. He's just calling with my you know, bang, bang. That's all I kept hearing. I'm like, this nigga don't even know the words. And he got probably about 15, 20,000 to come in. And he don't know shit. I can know my words. Give me 20 bands. <laughs> I, I did that. Like a week later, I called my cousin C-City. I went to that nigga house. I started recording. That shit was some shit, though. But then niggas was talking shit like, you another go-go nigga trying to be a rapper, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to work. When motherfuckers tell me I can't do something, it's over for you. Like, don't tell me I can't do something. I'm gonna put that at the top of my list to do. Look at me now. Yeah. Great. Make a living off this shit. I ain't gotta do nothing but make music and I get a lot of money to do it. Yeah, shit crazy. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the rap game right now? The rap game right now, it's like, I'm just like, be safe. Like, niggas is just dropping like flies. Rap is a dangerous game. Mm -hmm. Like, if you ain't honestly, if you ain't about this shit that you rap, even if you about this shit that you rapping about, stay dangerous already because niggas is out to get us because they know we getting money and shit like that. There's so many broke niggas where we coming from. These broke niggas don't want to see us really have money. They don't really want to see us prosper. These niggas is hating for real. So just stay dangerous. Bro. There's so much janky shit going on with this rap shit. Yeah, that's real, man. Yeah, these last few months been really crazy, man. Niggas been dropping like flies. Like, this shit crazy. Even the solid niggas that you know on go mode, 
Them niggas dying. So you gotta stay dangerous out this motherfucker. Especially out here. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's crazy. Yep. Everywhere I go, stick it up. It don't even matter though. Like, I, I'm so like, I done been in so much wild shit. Like, it's like, Atlanta. I don't know if I got PTSD. I really think I got PTSD. Like, me and my mother just had to talk about this. She wanted me to go see a counselor. But it's like, you go do so much shit with this rap shit and street shit. You don't know who coming up to you off no fan shit. You don't know who coming up to you to do what. A nigga could be coming up to you to bag your ass and fake like he want a picture. So you got to always be alert. Mm-hmm. Can't true. trust none of this shit. What's the biggest sacrifice you had to make uh, while chasing your career? I ain't sacrificed shit, bro. I ain't had shit going on. I really ain't really sacrificed nothing. Like, probably like, I don't know. Like, I put my all into this shit. Like, I ain't had no job. I tried jobs, but then I was like, fuck this job. I quit. I'm a rapper. And that's when I ain't had shit though. Like people was coming up to me to take pictures and shit like that while I'm at work. So my rap manager at the time, he like, man, you might gotta quit. Like it's time for you to quit. Like <laughs> I'm tired of this shit. Like motherfuckers was really coming up to me while I'm at work. I had to take my little vessel over right quick. Just look at that with people. I'm catching a train home. I'm taking pictures of motherfuckers on the train. Like what the fuck? So I don't know. That's probably the biggest sacrifice. Quitting my job because I had like a job. I was getting that little. I was getting a little check at a younger age. And I had to like sacrifice and quit that shit. All right, what can you tell us about All Talk, man? And this thing blowing up last year. Man, All Talk, that's my shit right there, man. That bitch went crazy, man. We cannot tell you about it. Like, it's self-explanatory. That bitch went crazy. Like, that shit changed a nigga life on one song. Like, All Talk was one of them songs. I think I record, like, boom, when I recorded All Talk, my mother was talking to me because she, my rap shit was booming. I had quit my job for like, I ain't have a job for like two years. I'm making all little rap money. Then she like, I'm staying at her house. She coming at Joan like, it might be time for you to like get a, I know your rap shit like cool, but you might need to get a low key UPS overnight job or something. I'm like, is you fucking serious? Like, get out my face. I leave. I pack a, I get a pillow and a blanket and I go to the studio, pillow, blanket, and my Xbox. Call my engineer, like, unlock the studio. I'm sleeping in there tonight. I'm going that jump. I'm just cooling. Uh, I think I went live, like, on some fake talents or shit, just playing around, not even serious. Like, man, who in this bitch could rap, man? Get on here and do your talent. Niggas get on there rapping. A nigga joined the rap, I don't remember who he was, but the beat was so crazy. I was like, this beat is fire. I said that shit. I kept saying, this beat crazy. You sound cool, though, because I don't even remember who the nigga was. The next day, the nigga who made the beat wrote me, like, I made that beat. I'm about to send you a pack. He sent me that junk. As soon as he sent it, I loaded up. And my, my studio was so funny. Like, I had to push record and run down the whole hallway full speed, kick it to the room, then rap that shit. I, rec- I think I recorded part of that shit myself, like the hook and probably like the first verse or something. I think I recorded myself on that shit. I was running down the hallway to go record. I'm in the booth tired of shit. But that was some random ass shit. Like, I just dropped that bitch out of nowhere. Like, I ain't even had a cover. Really? Yeah, when I signed my distribution with Capital, they told me I had to change the cover. 
Like I found a picture on Google and just that ain't had it. no words on it or nothing. It was just a mouth. And I just dropped that bitch on my own. I ain't think or nothing. I'm like, this bitch crazy. As soon as he mixed it, I told my engineer, put these gun noises right. And four niggas walking up and it's just me. First I was like, boom. I was in the studio like four niggas walking up and it's just me. Boom. Now it's just me. Boom. Now it's two. Boom. Boom. I was like, change the booms and put guns. He changed that. As soon as he did that, I dropped that bitch. No code. And that shit just took off. I remember a little boy wrote me like 10 in the morning, like, your life is about to change. I was like, who the fuck are you? Leave me alone. <laughs> Toss my phone, go back to sleep. I wake up, it's like 1, 2 p.m. My shit just, <sighs> I'm like, what the fuck? Every time I'm on Twitter, refresh, another 20. Uh, refresh, another 20. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Then Rolling Stone post that bitch. I was like, what the fuck? Then after I forgot who else posted. Andre Iguodala posted it. Yeah. Niggas calling me like that's in the NBA and shit like that. That I know they like your shit going crazy, gang. They playing this shit in the locker room. I'm like, what? I'm like this shit OC. Rappers hitting me up and shit like that. Label me as I had. I I had a football tournament when the jump went viral. I was playing flag football. Oh really? So I had a football tournament. I'm in Philly playing and shit. Who hit me? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. First, what label hit me first? Damn. One of them fucking New York labels hit me first. Like, man, we trying to. They, they was like, we want you to come here Monday. It was like Saturday. I was like, I got a football tournament. I'm going to try to come up there Monday. I got to drive to D.C. first and try to y'all. Next day, they're like, man, fuck that. We're on the way to you. They came to me with a contract. <laughs> Fed my whole, my football team, like a couple of them. They got us pizza and shit like that. Fed us, had my cousins and shit with me. They drove there from D.C. But motherfucking, they just, they really came to me with a contract. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm not signing this right now. I don't know shit. I know I'm not stupid enough to just sign something. They like, sign it right now. Come on, come on. Like, no. Fuck no. They try to bag me to sign off that song. But I had like 20 label meetings in like a week or two. I'm flying here, 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 there, there, there. I'm going to stupid places. Like, I'm flying from New York to LA to San Francisco, back to LA to New York, go to DC, see the family, LA. Like, I was all over the place for like two weeks. Did you end up signing with anyone? Yeah, I signed a distribution with Capital. Okay. Why'd you choose them and that just the distribution at the time? Uh, honestly, I feel like my manager, like I feel like he knew what the fuck he was doing. Like he managed me and Ali Chopper. I just feel like, and he set me down, like I feel like this is the best place for us to go. I'm like, I really honestly don't know what the fuck is going on. And I know you know the game, so if you think that's where we should go, that's where the fuck we going. So you had no idea that that song was going to take off like that, I take it. Honestly, I be thinking all my songs going to take off, bro. But that joke, I was like, this is OC. They said this was the rap line of the year. Rolling Stone posted that. I said, what? <laughs> like, I don't know shit about no Rolling Stone, but I know that shit is up there. Yeah. So that shit was crazy. My shit started going bonkers. Like, Instagram going crazy. I woke up, I was verified. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> Who did this? Who did this?
Like, motherfuckers be paying for their blue checks. Yeah. So I woke up and that bitch was, I was scrolling. I'm on my, I click my uncle page, leave a comment. I'm like, oh, my shit got a blue check next to it. Like, I ain't even me. know. It's like nine in the morning. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I'm cool now. I'm a cool nigga now. I got me a blue check. Yeah. I love that song. That song stuck with me for life. I can't get rid of that bitch. Yeah. Every time something happened to somebody, they paste that song. Every time somebody gets shot. Song stuck with me forever. Good show. All right. Who want it? That's the new project you got out right now, right? That bitch going crazy. Yeah. And it just dropped too. Just dropped. First first day or two. I had like a million streams in like a day That's or true. two. That bitch went stupid. Yeah. Shout out to Moneybag, Lil Baby, all my features and shit on there. Mm-hmm. Free bruising. 100 and my big brother. I got JG Riff on there. Young nigga right there. He going crazy in DC right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talk to us about Mud. Little oh, baby, yeah. man. Little baby, man. We did that song. We was high as a bitch. And I was sleepy. Like, like when we did that song, that song supposed to got done at 3 p.m. But I, he was like shooting videos and shit. He was working on his shit at the same time. But I know the game. So I was like, I don't give a fuck. I ain't got shit to do. I'm out here. I know you working. I see him working on, on my uh, timeline. I see people posting it. Mm-hmm. Baby video shoot. All my little freak bitches and shit. They like, we had baby video shoot. I'm like, all right, cool. Nigga working. So he hit like 11, 12 o'clock. I'm like, this nigga still ain't here. We supposed to went to the studio eight hours ago. But I know you working. So I don't, as long as you working, I don't give a fuck. Nigga hit me at like 2, 3 in the morning. We about to go to the studio. I'm like, all right, I'm, uh, I'm on the way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleeping real. I'm like, all right, man. That's down. a call worth waking Luckily, up the studio though. was right by me, though. The studio was six yeah. minutes away from my hotel. <laughs> Pull up. Do that jump. Knock that bitch out. Just vibing and shit like that. He a cool, solid nigga. Like, these rap niggas be fucking weirdos. Like, he wasn't on no weird-ass shit. We ain't having genuine conversations, smoking. We just cooling for real. Yeah. Got all this men in that motherfucker. They just cooling out the wind, shit like that. Kept them with him. I fuck with that though. Yeah. Like he had all this nigga. You see big ass four PF chains and shit everywhere. I need one of them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get mine for Walmart. Yeah, I was gonna say. You don't give me one. Don't get the Walmart. To Walmart.com. Get it for twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> They got the video out right now. They gonna think it's real because nigga got money. I'm like, what well, they got for me up <laughs> No Walmart clearance. So I have the song with money bag coming back. Produced by Tay Keith too. That song, how the fuck did that happen? I wasn't even there. Really? Nah. I just recorded. I record actually, just the crazy part. I record I had a meeting with Atlantic, but my meeting with Atlantic was so genuine with the nigga Dallas. Dallas Mon, shout out to bro. Like, he a cool ass nigga. Like, we still talk to this day and shit like that. But it was so genuine, we just locking in. Like, this nigga getting a tattoo in the back of the studio. He like, nigga, you want a tattoo? It's on me. Go back there and get one. <laughs> I was about to get my whole neck tied fucking with Dallas. But he like, man, I want to see you do this shit, like, live. Like, I'm in here, you in here. He cut on, he pull out a big ass folder of beats. First beat he played was, I take it funny. I'm like, pull it up. No, you ain't gotta let me hear it. That's all I need to hear was, 
Take these fucking niggas up. <laughs> you ain't got to play nothing else. That's the first beat he played. I went in there, recorded my part. I had that song for like two, three months just sitting on it. My manager like, who you here on here? I was like, money bag or fuck that bitch up. He's like, all right, say no more. Call you back. And call me back like, he didn't even call me back. He hit me in like two days. He just send me a fucking, I wake up with an MP3 getting sent to my phone. What the fuck is this? Boom. They go crazy when I show up. Hop out. Live my dough up. I'm like, oh, bitch, I got a money. But that was my first big feature. I was like, well, I did a song with Famous Dex like a couple years ago, but I just randomly dropped that shit. But money bag, I was like, damn, I'm a rapper, rapper now. That made me like sit down like, I'm really a fucking rapper. But that shit was crazy. That caught me off guard. We got shoot a real video for it. I think you got what the GTA. Nah, we got the GTA jump because that, that's when COVID kicked off. Oh, okay. Niggas yeah. was gonna shoot the video, but that's when I think my father had just died from the COVID and shit like that. So I'm like, I ain't really trying to be around nobody. I'm at when COVID kicked off, I ain't leave out my house for three months. Really? Like, I didn't step foot out my building at all. Like, my building in Miami was so crazy though. Like, every I had a studio on my building. Downstairs, eighth floor, I had a pool, basketball court, gym, boxing, everything. Oh, didn't need to go anywhere. Food downstairs, everything I needed was there. Mm-hmm. So I didn't leave out for three months. So that shooting that video, we weren't shooting that bitch in that building, it wasn't happening. I was taking that shit serious, serious at first. Shit, that shit crazy right now. I got a bunch of sneaky songs in the cut open, like bigger rappers and shit like that. I ain't even get to put all my shit on there. Like the shit that I got in the cut, like niggas gonna be like, how the fuck did he get a song with this person? It we, it's motherfuckers you wouldn't even expect me to do a song with. On some smooth shit. Oh yeah. I'ma have ass thinking that what smooth nigga with three old black do a song with? <laughs> Tag me who you think it is. What's the next video you plan to drop or shoot? Do you know? Mm. Or are you gonna let the fans pick? Fuck what they talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Probably uh Walk the Walk. I fuck with that song from the album. Uh honestly, bro, I love every song on there, bro. Like this is the first project I dropped, and I'm really like, I could play that bitch from track one to track sixteen, however many songs on that bitch, and I could really just vibe to that motherfucker. So I really don't know, honestly, like any song. But I'm letting my cameraman pick. My cameraman called me yesterday and said, Walk the Walk. He fuck with that song. And everybody been fucking with it online, so it might be that one. Okay. So you still with Capital or are you independent or? Yeah, I'm independent. I got a distribution deal. Yeah. So I got like dudes what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I fuck with them though. Like my Ann Alvarez, Surge, that's my nigga right there. He out here right now. Like, it's like a big family over there, and I really fuck with that shit, because I never, like, been a family type of... Like, I've been a family nigga, but outside of my family and my men, I never really fuck with nobody and opened up to him. Like, that nigga, like, understand me kind of, where he, like, hit me up and shit, like, motherfucking checking on me and shit. Like, I never had nobody to check on me, make sure I'm good when shit happened and shit like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's rare in this industry too. It's rare shit. Like he definitely like be hitting me. Like nigga tell like I never had a nigga outside my family. I remember like, I love you, bro. Like stay safe. Like I'm like, damn. 
He like, I know you're not to protect yourself because I seen how you move. Like I move like Barack Obama. Like so, when he told me, I was like, yeah, this nigga a solid nigga. It's a big family over there. That's real right there, man. All right, what's next for you? What else you got working on? Bro, honestly, I don't even be knowing what's next. <laughs> I just do my job, I play my part, and I make music. Like, I just record shit all day. Like, I play the game, I got all that shit set up in run, run, play the game. I uh, ain't nobody in the game. <laughs> Turn over. Studio right here, record. Mm-hmm. Hey, no out, homes, we work. Nah, that's crazy though. This nigga love walk the. Shout out DJ One Way Rick. This nigga been telling me walk the. He tried. He fuck with that song so much. He been trying to get his brother to put a verse on it. Like his brother is fine. His brother named Nucci. That nigga is like that. He on some Kendrick Lamar shit. But this nigga been trying to get his brother. He's like this is the song. This is the song. This is the song. I'm like me, I don't be hearing that. I feel like every song is the song. I be like, fuck that song. I'm on well, to that's why you got to listen to the people around This you. is the song. This is the song. This is the song. <laughs> that motherfucker going crazy, so I'm about to shoot that. All right. Any last words? Any shout outs before we wrap it up? Oh, we wrapping it up, man. Shout out to motherfucking everybody on the project, all the producers. Shout out to Reezy Renegade, that's my nigga. We just dropped the motherfucking Christmas song today. I'm Muslim, he got me dropping Christmas songs. That motherfucking crazy. Shout out to my mama for uh, spreading them things, letting my father spank him and making me. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the guys, man. Free Bruiser. Who else in that bitch? Free Mail. Shout out to Big Boss Dono, that's my nigga right there. Whole leg team, we on some gang shit, man. My DJ, Blue Star. Love you, boy. I just now did that rolling loud. I felt like DMX at Woodstock. Got this little young nigga mad. I be piping this mama. Call me Mr. Woodcock. Walk down your block smoking cookies. Police put. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bottom of Papa. At participating McDonald's.